0: I'm Joss.
1: Hi, I'm Claudia.
0: And this is the Let's Get Down to Business podcast.
1: We're two cousins on opposite ends of the globe with a lot of opinions about figure skating. And we're here to deliver the news, recaps, and join y'all in screaming every time Daisuke Takahashi appears on camera. Hey, 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 Joss, how are you? (laughs)
0: <laughs> I am hungover from
1: recording and editing Rostelecom Cup episode. Indeed, me too. Like, chuck in some actual alcoholic hungoverness, and that's me in its entirety. So, yeah, we are both very hungover from the huge weekend that was Rostelecom Cup. And now, like, not even, what, a couple of days later, not even a week later, we get thrust right into NHK. And we were like, oh, my God. But we were also equally very, very excited because we get a whole fresh new group of faces and programs to watch. Yes, and frankly, this year, it's
0: been a lot of Russian figure skating between been. all the 28 million stages of the Russian <laughs> Cup, Russian test skates, and then Rostelikum Cup coming up as Russian nationals. There's just a lot of russians in our sphere right now
1: yeah did you um did you pick up any snacks to prepare for nhk because i know i sure did you got me on the hot cheetos bandwagon hot cheetos bandwagon
0: uh so over here uh trader joe's has many many holiday goodies my lovely husband surprised me the other day with hot cocoa snowmen. So basically, you make a mug of warm milk of your choice and you put these snowmen into the mug and they basically kind of just like melt and create hot cocoa. It's oh amazing. This is like it,
1: this is like edible lush bath bombs. This yes. is amazing. The one thing I miss from being in the US at this like moment in time is the peppermint hot chocolates you keep tweeting about them and I keep going <laughs> Grr, I really, really want some, but I'm like, I don't necessarily want a super hot drink on a 35 degree Celsius day. So like,
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, peppermint hot chocolates uh, are so good. Uh, yes. We also have Jingle Jangle, which is a special mix of chocolate mint treats from Trader Joe's. And also I have white truffle popcorn, which is just as glorious as it sounds. <laughs> what the hell? It's vegan. sounds
1: amazing. It sounds like diabetes. But like, very it good, sounds very, very good, very, very good.
0: Oh my gosh. All right. So uh, lest we become a food podcast, why don't we move into <laughs> some figure skating news? I mean, we could very well become a food podcast yes, if definitely. we just click a few buttons in the Apple podcast store. But uh, <laughs> let's move into some figure skating news. I guess the first piece of really big and potentially exciting slash Hazardous news? Question mark is that uh, worlds in Stockholm, Sweden is considering getting together a world's bubble. So much like the Orleans Hotel and Arena in Vegas, where they had Skate America, um, they are considering doing a, I guess, a full-on quarantine, uh, like a meal plan sort of thing, where everyone eats and resides within the hotel. Um, because, from to my knowledge, the hotel is also attached to the rank in Stockholm. Um, So they're considering doing something like that for Worlds. But interestingly enough, Canada is also considering not sending any of their athletes to Worlds, which I find so fascinating for various things like Olympics places and obviously World's Rankings, everything like that. Just a lot of very interesting and potentially dangerous non-COVID safe things going on here.
1: Yeah, like, so Sweden, we all know, isn't the... Best in terms of COVID uh, eradication and a kind of lockdown safety type deal. But it's really great that they're considering that. But yeah, like you said, Canada considering not sending any of their athletes to Worlds. I I mean, sending everyone to Nebelhorn to do Olympic qualification will be hella stressful. Like this. Yeah, I mean, there has been talk around postponing the 2022 Winter Olympics to 2023. There's been talk about, um, you know, shifting test event locations from Beijing and in China to somewhere else, to somewhere else. So there's a lot going on, but I don't know. We're just, I think it'd be really, really awesome if we could get a really safe event for worlds and Europeans and all of that. Oh, yeah, totally. But you know, safety of the athletes definitely come first, like chucking something together just for the sake of an event happening. Just, yeah, probably not the best idea.
0: Yeah. And and I mean, as safe as worlds could potentially be, right, these athletes are still coming into contact with potentially the folks who are cooking the food, serving the food to them, you know, like doing up their hotel rooms, uh, people in hotel management. The people who are obviously uh, running the event at the rink. Just a lot of contact that, you know, potentially may not need to happen in this pandemic that we have going on. But, I mean, obviously we would love if there was an actual Worlds event. Like we were saying, we are very parched for figure skating. (laughs) But uh, something else that I find very interesting is that Junior Worlds has been cancelled. Yes,
1: I think... I think this is definitely the right decision, but it also kind of speaks volumes about where the ISU's priorities lie at the moment because they haven't cancelled Senior Worlds. So, you know, you know that they're really focusing on trying to get something to happen for Senior Worlds and getting it right, and so they're just like, all right, Junior Worlds, we just can't really (laughs) – we can't deal, so let's just cancel it. And fair enough. I mean, I'd love to see Camilla Valieva take the crown again (laughs) and – second and third place be filled by more Russians. <laughs> and obviously,
0: like some of the folks that we saw, some of the athletes that we saw this weekend at the NHK trophy are would have been competing in junior worlds, worlds potentially. Uh, we'll talk a little bit more about that later. So just kind of a sad experience, I guess, for them this season. Uh, but we'll talk about how, you know, we believe it could have potentially impacted their skates at NHK. Um, but I guess the next piece of news comes from Russia, as I guess, most of our (laughs) news from this season comes from.
1: Yes, this is a bit of a bit of a funny one or interesting, however you might take it. But Yevgeny Plushenko went on the popular Russian talk show, *Ogant* and talked about how his biggest dream was to build a figure skating complex where top athletes would be able to live permanently and have all their needs met. So like... You know, access to skating, choreography, going to the gym, you know, meals like nutrition and studying for university even. He said that, you know, the most successful and super talented kids would have access to these conditions for free. And the current list of skaters uh, include Eliana Kostonaya and Sasha Trusova. What do you think about this? I think I find
0: this fascinating because uh, have I really ever been in one singular place where the entirety of my needs list has been met? (laughs) Not really. Maybe just in my bedroom. Like that's maybe the only place in the entire world where all of my needs will be met. So I find this very, uh, (laughs) I'm interested to see what this
1: would look like for them. I've seen like uh, some photos of what the rooms look like and in the cottages that the athletes would stay in and they're bougie. They're really, really bougie. And, you know, I have to admit, though, this is something that younger me also dreamt of. And I think even today, a little, like, my inner child is, like, screaming at this, going, like, oh my god, this is a bloody fabulous. Um, but I just, it's just so, <laughs> it's so interesting in the context of Russian skating politics and and all of that. So... And it's, and it's Guinea Plushenko, the angels of Plushenko, just doing up their whole, their whole brand.
0: This makes me want to rename my Animal Crossing island to Angel Island and uh, getting villagers that most resemble each of our <gasps> angels of Plushenko here.
1: <laughs> this is an amazing idea. It's a great this idea. This is such a... Okay. Next episode, we will be giving you a list of... Uh, Angels of Plushenko skaters and their corresponding animal crossing (laughs) villagers.
0: Stay tuned.
1: (laughs) Not going to lie, it's probably going to come. So actually, stay tuned. We're not joking. (laughs) Uh,
0: Why don't we move on to our next piece of news, also from Russia, obviously. Uh, But this piece of news is a little bit sadder. We have Tarasov and Morozov who have withdrawn from the final stage of the Russian Cup, citing that they have Pneumonia quote-unquote pneumonia. Uh,
1: So, if y'all weren't aware, Morozov got COVID. I think, I don't know if Eugenia Tarasova also got COVID, but I I definitely do know that Vladimir Morozov had COVID like a couple of months ago and so they, I think, dropped out of a Russian Cup stage, but then they came back for stage three of Russian Cup, I believe, and you know they had their masks on at the medal ceremony and all that, made a Made a little buzz about all of that. But now they say that Evgenia has pneumonia. And I'm like, you mean COVID, considering that... You mean COVID? <laughs> <laughs> Cons- <laughs> you yeah. can say it. <laughs> considering that the team already... You said it for
0: Vladimir. Yeah,
1: considering that the team already has exposure to, uh, to COVID. And like many people say, uh, pneumonia is a second-hand infection so hello covid I mean, it's
0: not like we don't know you can just say it guys <laughs> uh,
1: uh, uh, at, at, at this current point in time they're, they're synonymous with each other like <laughs> come on guys but i mean yeah pneumonia seems to be a very common thing in russia like we know that took has gone down with pneumonia in the past Collier has gone down with pneumonia in the past like it's <laughs> It's a common thing, apparently. Um,
0: and it's gnarly. So I guess uh, wishing is her... Yes. gnarly. Yes. Uh, we wish her all the best in her recovery. Hopefully we Definitely. will be able to see her soon. And hopefully no one else on their team gets a uh, quote-unquote
1: pneumonia. <laughs> yes, indeed. Okay, let's talk about the NHK trophy, which was... Yes. Which was a very, very... How would you describe it? I would describe it as like chaotic good whereas like, like oh rostelecom cup and all the russian cup events are like chaotic evil like chaotic neutral chaotic evil this was like chaotic good i
0: was literally <laughs> just going to say that <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh yes this was chaotic good. i'm glad
1: we're on the same page yeah um but one thing did you see that all the kiss and cry mascot toys had masks on yeah this is a perfect
0: example of chaotic good like how cute it's happening because like Okay, number one, everyone is so close together in the audience. I was like, do we need to pack the rink like this? But also, everyone in the kissing cry were wearing. I mean, like the stuffed animals in the kissing cry were all wearing masks. I was like, this is chaotic. Good, I, I can deal with this.
1: Yeah, I mean, Japan's well known for being already a mask-wearing country, and I'm not too sure about their COVID stats because I've just gone COVID numb, to be honest, Um, (laughs) as I think a lot of people have as well, but they did manage to pack 3,000 people in there, Um, and I believe that the Japanese organizers would do all that they can to keep everybody safe, and everyone would be following rules, etc. So, yeah, I mean, like in Skate America, NHK skaters had their own basket for all their stuff. So it looks like measures were taken. I'm not sure how extensive because they weren't shoved in my face in terms of promotion wise. (laughs) But uh, yeah. I also
0: noted that uh, between the skater and their coach or their accompanying person in the Kiss and Cry, there was a large sheet of plexiglass, which I thought was great. Maybe not entirely necessary since these folks have probably already had exposure to one another in the past uh, little while. Uh, but just kind of a nice, nice measure.
1: Yeah. I mean, there was plexiglass between uh, Kaori Sakamoto and the judges. So like they, she couldn't lop their heads off, unfortunately. But, you know, safety, right? Safety. <laughs> we're, we're preaching Safe- safety. safety.
0: <laughs> 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 yeah. So, I, I mean, I don't think it would have been my personal choice to pack that many people in one rank, but obviously I am a no NHK trophy organizer. Um, But in terms of, I guess, the actual skating and the athletes, uh, we did want to note that some of these folks are coming right off of Japanese junior nationals. I know. I think it, oh gosh, it was like these back-to-back things. This is just like uh, Sasha Trusova in Rostelecom that we talked about Mm -hmm. last week coming right off like a week and a half to two weeks right off of another competition, you know, and I think it could have potentially affected uh, the way that they here, but yeah. I just wanted to make a note of that.
1: I have mixed thoughts about that because, you know, in a traditional season, you'll have back to back competitions and it'll be all, you know, very quote unquote normal, but you can think of it as trying to simulate, you know, a traditional season. But then again, it's a very quote-unquote unprecedented season and so something that's like back-to-back really might just be more of a struggle for skaters than anything
0: yeah I think so considering that like a lot of these skaters potentially have less ice time uh, they potentially have less time if any time with their coaches in person just could just be a little strenuous on their bodies if it's not something they're accustomed to especially in this environment but all that being said, why don't we move into the actual competition? Let's start with Ice Dance.
1: Yes, let's start with Ice Dance, an event that a <laughs> lot of people were excited for. Uh, there were only three competitors, so everyone got a medal. Hip, hip, hooray. Uh, how about, let's start off, though, with Rikako Fukasi and Aichu Cho. Sure. Okay, so I have to say like fifty percent of um, the NHK skaters have like awesome ISU bios, and the other fifty percent, it's just like a single, a single ISU bio hobby. And I'm like, ooh, like this is a bit disappointing. However, Riccardo's hobbies are reading. I choose hobbies are cooking, sports, gaming, and studying.
0: Studying? That's not a hobby. Studying is studying. not your hobby, ma'am. That's <laughs> not a hobby.
1: Studying. <laughs> <laughs> Whoever lists studying. As oh, my gosh. Like, you know. This is like that <sighs> meme that I yeah. see
0: on Instagram. And it's like, it's especially for parents. And it's like parents taking a shower, going grocery shopping, going to the pet food store. These things are not self-care. They're essentials. You need actual self-care time. So, uh, so uh, <laughs> yes. Mr. Cho, you can take some actual time for your, your self-care and, and your hobbies. Just FYI. <laughs>
1: So for Carsey and Cho, they are coached by the whole team at Ice Academy of Montreal. So that is Marie-France Dubré and Patrice Lazon. And their Ice UBio lists like 50,000 million coaches, but it's pretty much they're from I Am. Uh, he's originally Canadian, which I found quite interesting. Um, and their rhythm dance was skated to La La Land. Woohoo. However, <laughs> Okay. What did you think about their rhythm dance?
0: I think it was uh, just how I feel a lot of, about a lot of other La La Land programs. Just it's just a La La Land program. Uh, I thought that it's very interesting because the margin between second and third was quite slim that's what I'm looking for uh the margin between second and third was quite slim I don't think I necessarily would have had the margin quite that small I think I would have you know bumped up their points uh, a few more points yeah I just kind of like didn't really feel a lot with this program it was kind of just like another
1: La La Land program oh no I agree I I didn't really get much of from them PCS wise I feel and especially with La La Land look I love La La Land but I felt nothing and I think maybe the problem we all have with La, La Land programs is that we already know how good Lala La Land is and the bar is already set so high, irregardless of like skating and all of that. So to actually pull off a La, La Land program, you need to have like that something something, right? That something something that like Mar Honda and Yan Han have and this just didn't have it. Like it, I felt nothing and They did get the lowest PCS of the night. And I mean, but their free dance was to My Funny Valentine and Feeling Good. Both pieces of music I'm a stan of. And I really, really like this dress.
0: I think I feel the same way about this free dance as I do about the rhythm dance. Not a lot of feeling here. Uh, (laughs) Like I'm going to say about Wormodo and Takahashi, I feel like they uh, skate like they have the Holy Spirit between them. (laughs) Much like uh, Alexa Skameka kunirim and Brandon Fraser, just not, I don't really quite feel their connection here, if I'm being honest.
1: Yeah, no, I had the same note, although I did note that he had insanely good posture. Um,
0: <laughs> it's true, and that's something that we all strive to have in these days, especially now that we're sitting and staring at our computer
1: screen. Yes, and I say this while I am hunched over my microphone, <laughs> so. <laughs> <laughs> all right, let's move on. Okay, let's move on to everyone's like the hot item of the whole event, really. And that is Kanemo and Daisuke Takahashi.
0: Oh my gosh. Okay, where do we even start with this? Uh, why don't we do ISU Bio Hobbies?
1: We start with that because Daisuke, we love you, but like you list one thing music. Oh no. And Kana goes Kana does one better though. She does music and movies. Oh
0: dear. <laughs> it, it's okay.
1: But 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 but, but Kana has the same birthday as me, so like we're all fine. That's there. fine. Third of March. Hello. It makes up for it.
0: <laughs> Sorry to everyone else born it on does. the other 364 days of the year that that does not make up for. <laughs>
1: um, but they are coached by Marina Zueva, Johnny Johns, Oleg Epstein, and Ilya Chichenko. And okay. They have only been together for 9 months. Daisuke only started ice dance training 9 months ago. That is Can we just
0: also talk about like how happy they look? That is wild. Okay. Okay. How so wild let me tell that? you about how I feel about this. So he's 34, okay? And he's a 34-year-old man that has literally just been learning ice dance for 9 months. But this actually reminds me of this interview that I saw this past week that Alina Zagitova did. Okay. <laughs> and it was very unfortunate because Basically, what she said in this interview was like, after the age of 18, there's very little progress that anyone can make. And I'm oh. like, you know what, ma'am? Uh, why don't we look at uh, Exhibit A, Daisuke Takahashi, who is has been learning ice dance for nine months at the age of 34. I think there is plenty of progress to be made past the age of 18. 100%. So, uh,
1: yeah. One hundred, excuse me, Elizabeth did did learned a quad toe in her 20s right? And like, yeah. And Ashley Wagner, she pretty much blossomed into the skater we know her as in her 20s. Like, come on. Alina, honey, maybe you should try out ice dance. you would be a lovely ice dancer. Anyway, anyway, okay. (laughs) Their rhythm dance was to the Mask soundtrack. I love, absolute love. And okay, the ISU commentator was just like, Daisuke said that he put a lot of research into getting into the Jim Carrey mask character and I was just like of course this is such a Daisuke thing to do I was like I love it and the bright yellow pants I was like Daisuke yes I was like I will will take it I'll take it
0: the bright yellow pants were such a Jim Carrey moment however her dress this color of like beige slash tan mm-hmm. is in a totally different color family than the yellow pants. We need to study our color wheel, folks.
1: <laughs> you really should become a consultant for like everyone's costumes. Yeah,
0: study your color wheel. Study your
1: color wheel. You always yeah. in the
0: show notes.
1: <laughs> yeah, we'll we'll link a we'll link multiple color wheels in our show notes. Links to color wheel in the show notes. <laughs> <laughs> but. Oh, what did you think of this? Because I actually, there was a moment where I forgot he was Daisuke and I was just thinking, oh, I really enjoy this rhythm dance.
0: You can really tell, I think in both the rhythm dance and the free dance, that he is very much a singles skater. You can really tell that the gears start turning when the partnering and the dance elements come into play. 100%. Yeah. Yeah, and then when they move to do their individual elements, you can really see that he starts woo, like loosen up. Like you can see the the yeah. sigh of relief. Mm-hmm. Uh, he's he's as they say in young adult fiction, he was holding a breath that that he didn't know that he was holding. <laughs>
1: <laughs> when are we when are we going to talk about the whole? Um, he smiled, but it didn't reach his eyes. <laughs> That's my favorite favorite YA line because it's so bad. Um, <laughs> but, yeah, you can definitely tell that Daisuke is a little rough on, like, the dance elements, which is to be expected. Like, there's a lot – dance is a whole different world to singles and pair skating. It's a completely different world. Um, for example, the Twizzles, um, he was a little bit rough on. You can you can kind of see if you're looking at, you know, their skates, you can see that Kana is a lot sharper – and knows you know where to put her weight on the blade and like in the lifts he's turning in the lifts it's not as you know he's not used to it but you know nine months it's only it's only been nine months and there's so much to learn in dance but Kana is such a great partner for Daisuke and you can see how much she supports him and I was like oh this is really heartwarming Definitely.
0: I I mean, you can definitely really tell that she has been learning ice dance for a long time. Uh, The movements, just you can't really see the gears turning, you know, when they're coming in and out of elements, when they're coming in and out of lifts. But again, I think that with time, when he starts doing these more, when he starts learning them more, he will hopefully, I mean, take his thinking face off and just kind of like on the ice present which obviously we know that he can do
1: you know what this reminds me of though this reminds me of like dancing with the stars when kane is the pro and daisuke is like a really 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 good contestant and we're just like oh my gosh yes (laughs) he like the first week out he's pulling out like a a really really good performance but we're gonna lowball him just to like motivate him to do better but we know (laughs) that he's gonna be like tens throughout the weeks but you know like they actually did not too bad. They really didn't do that bad at all. They they did only hit one key point, but, like, there are some dance teams who don't hit any key points, and they've been dancing for, like, years. Um, they, they got level three twizzles. Rotational lift was a level four. Um, their midline step was a level two. I think Daisuke dropped a level um, in another step sequence when, like, Kana got a level three. He only got a level one. But... They came second in the rhythm dance. Hello.
0: That's pretty great. Hello.
1: That's pretty great. Hello. That's pretty great. Definitely. Okay, and their free dance. How long has Marina Zueva been waiting to put a La a Dare program out there? I feel like she's done like La a Dare for everybody who hasn't actually <laughs> skated La a Dare and like this is finally coming out and she can like relax. But I'm so She's like, oh my gosh, I'm going to give
0: it to Daisuke. He's here. We we can give it to him.
1: And apparently she said that out of every single skater that she's ever worked with, which includes Tessa Virtue and Scott Moyer, Gordy Aver and Grinkov, that Daisuke was the most talented skater she has ever worked with. And I was like, yes. Yes. Oh my gosh. Sing his praises, please. Um, But these costumes for La Bayadere. Oh, I remember Ugh. talking to you about this. I'm like, I cannot wait to see the costumes.
0: Genius. And,
1: yeah. Oh, okay. I really enjoyed this program, but did you see Daisuke Takahashi doing a one legged straight line lift already? Already after nine already. months. Already. Nine With months. so much speed. And he's got that edge like straight that would like hardly any wobbles. And I was like, oh, good on you Daisuke. I was yes. so happy for him. <laughs> Good on you.
0: However, he did fall on his twizzles. I was like, oh, that's not a cute place to fall.
1: (laughs) No, but I feel like I feel I'm not an ice dancer, but I feel like any ice dancer would very much sympathize with Daisuke going, yep, been there, done that. We gotcha.
0: (laughs) Definitely. But, uh, his twizzles also kind of look more like spins than they do like twizzles. Yeah. I think that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I think there's definitely a lot of work to be done on his twizzles. Obviously, you know, we were. I, I didn't really know what to expect. And I think that they had such a good showing that I was like, oh, all right. I can get on this train. It's a good train to I be know. on. know.
1: Being so neck and neck with Fukasi and Cho, I don't think anyone really expected that.
0: No, but I don't. I don't think so either. But I mean, without happy. Without the
1: fall, though. Without the fall, Connor and Daisuke would be silver medalists. Just saying. Just saying. They, they And
0: that's wild.
1: It is absolutely wild. And, like, they should be proud as hell of themselves because it was great. Like, that first outing was absolutely great. I mean, Connor and Daisuke have better components and connections than, like, Rikaku and Aichu. Yes. already. They
0: do they do also still have a holy spirit feel between them. But, yes,
1: definitely. <laughs> but, but
0: obviously, you know, to to TBD t- if that will remain once they start skating more together.
1: 100%. Absolutely. And let's move on to our golden medalists, Misato Komatsubara and Tim Coletto. They did oh, so Coco! well. Team Coco. They did so well this competition. Um I feel like the ICU Commentator didn't believe that they would be so far and away, like in terms of points above the other two, but they did so 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 well. Um okay, and they deserve talk.
0: it in terms of 100%. the point difference. They did 100%. this was such a good weekend for them. Um and also I know that we noted it was last episode or a couple of episodes ago that uh Tim recently received his Japanese citizenship. Yeah. Yay, Tim. So excited. Yes,
1: very, very excited. And I'm also so excited that they actually have really good ISU bio hobbies. Well, Yeah. As in, like, they're better than, like, the one single music and movies and music. Hi, Connor and Daisuke. Um But... Her hobbies are photography, Netflix, and Spotify. Oh, Netflix, Spotify.
0: That's interesting.
1: Spotify. Spotify (laughs) shout out. (laughs) And Tim's hobbies are writing, K-pop, and gaming.
0: Oh my gosh. Tim Coletto. (laughs) We like this. (laughs) I want to be your friend. Uh, Also, (laughs) can I invite him? Uh, Me and my friends have this Discord channel and one of the uh, threads that we have is a K-pop thread. Maybe you could send him a... uh... Discord invite.
1: <laughs> I feel like he'd be so on board with that. He'd be very on board. We we love Masato and Tim. Um, they are coached by everyone at I Am. <laughs> um, again, you know they have like ten thousand million coaches listed in their bio, but it is the Murray France and Patrice um, Academy. Their rhythm dance was to Dream Girls Love. And my first note was that, why are these two so gorgeous together? <laughs>
0: I truly love them. And you can really, really see how much they support each other. Like, especially in the Kissing yeah. Cry, on the ice, they feel so connected. They have such great flow, like, in and out of their elements. When they do their partnering, they just look so connected. Much, much more than our silver and bronze medalists.
1: Well, I hope so, considering they are married. But, like, they're not even, like... It is true. They're not, like, showy about it all. It's just really nice support and like that inner connection you can like really feel i love these two and i love the fact that they're skating to dream girls truly love team um they hit three of their four key points it was a no yes 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 they had level four twizzles, all around great rhythm dance from them. I really enjoyed it.
0: Yeah. Uh, I also really, really enjoyed their free dance. I mean, I just, I liked their whole yes. weekend and you could really tell that they were really enjoying themselves during the free dance.
1: Mm-hmm. I think
0: they kind of knew they were just like, you know, like we, we like got this, like we've been skating together. We have such a great connection. Let's just like do the thing, you know?
1: Yeah, and Tim's on a high after receiving his Japanese citizenship. So what better way than to go out and win NHK trophies? So like, I mean, their fluidity and glide across the ice in their free dance was so 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 nice. The midline step sequence I absolutely loved. It was really gorgeous. But did you see Misato lip syncing the entire way? Oh my gosh,
0: (laughs) so cute. A regular Tiffany Tiffany Zajorski. We've got you a
1: new friend. We've got you a new friend, <laughs> but congratulations, Masato and Tim, a well-deserved victory.
0: Okay, let's move on to the next event, which was honestly kind of a mixed bag here. Uh, we're going to talk about the men. We had a lot of quad attempts. We had a lot of single axles, and we had a lot of standings that were determined by very, very, very little things, uh, like singles that I, that could have potentially been doubles. <laughs> A lot of pop jumps.
1: Look, we've had Shiseido sponsorship at Cup of China. We had, you know, the Russian ice cream at Rostelecom. Really? At NHK, I reckon that Pop-Tarts really should have been the sponsor for the men's free skate because it was pop central. Oh, no. <laughs> All the boys were popping their jumps. Like, their toaster was glitching or something. Like, it was just... It was chaotic. This free skate was chaotic for the men, except for <laughs> except for Yuma because he just yeah, for he Yuma. was on a he was on a plane of his own. Like he was just like oh, my, my toaster's working fine. Thank you very much.
0: <laughs> my toaster is great. Uh, yeah, he won the event by around
1: fifty points. Insane, deserved, but insane at the same time. Truly. All right, let's let's start off with a couple of young beans. Uh, we did mention that a bunch of them came just from junior nationals, so let's start off with Kau Miura. He's our baby, fifteen year old. His your hobbies are watching baseball games. Oh, um, he was. Sweet. I know he was eighth in junior nationals last season, and his short program was to "Feeling Good" by Michael Buble, and he was wearing gloves. Cow, come on. Please. Oh my gosh. I mean,
0: as a Canadian, I always endorse Michael Bublé, but I really (laughs) do feel like we need some variation within the Michael Bublé. He has such a vast discography that I feel like we could do more than just feeling good. We can feel many different ways with Michael Bublé. I'm sure that he goes through a wide range of emotions. Otherwise, he wouldn't have been able to write... So many songs to fill so many albums with.
1: Very, very, very true. And considering Christmas is coming up, you know, he'll probably deliver his 18th, 80 millionth Christmas Christmas album. Christmas <laughs> album. <laughs> but <laughs> cow had... um, He had a wonderfully gorgeous quad toe. And then he goes and does a triple flip single toe. And oh, then boy. he falls in his spin and... He Okay, so he went into a camel spin and he slipped off his toe and that skaters will know that is always, always awful. It's like when you do a waxle or you slip off your loop entrance edge, you know, unfortunately he got an invalid element for that too, but he was like, I was like, oh, you're definitely a talented 15 year old. And then in the free skate, he skated to the Lost samurai and I was like, ooh, okay,
0: very different from Feeling Good by Michael Bublé. I mean, I'm sure that samurais can feel good as well, but just not in quite the same crooning way that Michael Bublé does.
1: <laughs> I, I reckon Tom Cruise in The Last Samurai definitely feels good. Um maybe
0: feeling good about his appropriation, but that, yes. that's a discussion for now. Um,
1: <laughs> definitely tell me about it. Um, but Cal definitely felt good in this free skate because he delivered an absolute killer skate. He came second in the free skate and managed to pull up to sixth overall from his eighth position in the short program. This was insane. He had he opened with a lovely quad sal that had like great speed and confidence on all of that and he doubled the opening quad toe but then he went ham he was just like okay i planned a triple flip triple loop here but i'm gonna do a quad toe triple toe instead and then <laughs> poor baby was so tired in the second half of this program but you could like tell he was trying to give it his all while like internally wheezing <laughs>
0: It was, it was very chaotic good. Very chaotic good. He is very much zero or 100, you know? Yeah. <laughs> very, very but, much zero or 100.
1: But a great first outing for Kalmyura. Definitely on our radars. Um, let's move on to another young bean who has made a name for himself in the past but didn't really have a great outing this competition. And that is Shun Sato. He is 16 and has probably one of the best ISU bios ever out of any single skater <laughs> to ever have existed. His ISU bio hobbies. well, it, there's one, but it is take care of Demekin, one kind of goldfish. Oh, Joss, one kind of goldfish. I love it. This is so amazing. I love how specific this is.
0: One kind of goldfish. Put it in my bio. I'm going to change my Twitter bio. One kind of goldfish. <laughs>
1: <laughs> How many goldfish do you reckon would uh, span the length of Hanyan's uh, triple axle?
0: <laughs> <laughs> oh my gosh. Put put in my bio. Demikin yeah. in brackets, one kind of goldfish. Oh,
1: so cute.
0: Oh my gosh. Today was the first Monday back to work after Thanksgiving, and today I truly felt like one kind of goldfish. It was, it was definitely a one kind of goldfish day for me, going back to work after that long weekend. Yes.
1: Ugh. Okay, back to Shun. He came first in last season's Junior Grand Prix Final and was sixth in last year's World Junior Championships. So we all know he's a very talented skater. Um, in his short program, he skated to Pirates of the Caribbean, choreographed by Benoit Richard, I believe. And I think that Alexi Pachenko would definitely approve of this costume.
0: I mean, I think he would approve of the whole program. I cannot see him looking at a Pirates program being like, eh, no. (laughs) He would approve of the whole thing.
1: Yes, but this wasn't really a great short program. He opened with a quad toe and tagged a single toe at the end. And I was wondering, like, why he wouldn't leave it, you know, just leave the quad toe plane as. But his next jump was a planned quad Lutz, but he fell on that. Oh, poor Paul Bean just didn't have a great short.
0: Yeah, I think this is one of the cases of uh potentially being tired and trying a lot of quads, uh, because he could have potentially heard that Junior Worlds was cancelled and was like, you know, to heck with it. I'm just gonna do it and and see what happens. Yeah,
1: and like fair game. Um, his free program was to selections from audio machine. He came forth in the free skate. I mean, the free skate in general for the men was really chaotic, so don't read too much into the placings, but... Um... It was a better skate than his short program, but still, like, not his best. But you can you can definitely see the talent this boy has.
0: Yeah, you can for sure see the talent that he has. Uh, just the fact that he did try so many quads and, you know, sometimes he does land them. You know, you can definitely tell because of all of the obvious, like, the standings that we were talking about earlier that he has it. I think that, you know, he was just trying a lot here and it just didn't happen to work out today.
1: yeah. All right, let's move on to Keiji Tanaka, whose ISU bio hobbies are unfortunately just watching movies. Oh no, but,
0: but he really did. What he lacks in personality in his ISU bio hobby, <laughs> he really brings in his uh, yes, he hip hip does. chin chin short program.
1: <laughs> we, we love hip hip chin chin. Um, this, the stoning work. The- <laughs> okay, the costume though, like honey. I could probably do it better, but I was like, "Oh, okay, we get more hip hip chin chin, so like, that's okay."
0: <laughs> yeah, this is but, uh, yeah. some maybe uh, Kelly Highland work if you're watching Dance Moms. Oh gosh, uh, rather <laughs> than like a uh, JoJo Siwa, I think JoJo Siwa's stone work far exceeds Kelly Highland's stonework. So, oh. I think Ke- Kelly worked on uh, KG's costume for him. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yes, um, but oof, that triple axle was a big hit. And then he goes on and does a double flip, triple toe.
0: KG. Oh, This is a lot of kind of what's happening this weekend. It's just like, oh, great element. Ooh.
1: <laughs> Bad element. Bad yeah, element. But the choreo, though. I-, I love KG doing this choreo. It was, it was just great.
0: Yeah, I I mean, this is not, I will have to say, this is not my favorite hip-hip-chin-chin. My favorite hip-hip-chin-chin is Ashley Wagner, but it was a valiant hip-hip-chin-chin effort.
1: I do enjoy Ashley Wagner's hip-hip-chin-chin, but I'm I'm still wanting Tessa and Scott's hip-hip-chin-chin to come into its full fruition, because it didn't get, like, the best season when they competed it. However, I do love Ashley's hip-hip-chin-chin. It was great.
0: Imagine um, if Tessa and Scott did hip hip chin chin and Moulin Rouge.
1: Oh, we oh would God.
0: all implode. Every single one. I of mean,
1: us. Their, their short <laughs> dance at the Olympics was like, it was good, but like, it, personally, it wasn't hip hip chin chin level. Imagine. In my personal opinion. So imagine how. Anyway, back to KG. His free skate was to the Sherlock Holmes soundtrack, which I absolutely love, and I love that he skates to this. It's, I love it. It's so and it was him. Very... Yeah, I it love is the motif. Him.
0: Yeah, I love the motif in the soundtrack. He always picks these costumes that look like 70-year-old men in Key West, Florida. <laughs> um, he just has this feel about him. And like this like weird, creepy, quirky uh, motif in the Sherlock Holmes music really does that uh, Key West energy a lot of justice.
1: <laughs> love it. Love it. I mean, I also loved his quad sal double toe. It was great. And then very much in the same oh, no. kind of theme as his short wah, wah. program. Wah, wah. It was just cagey puppy pop pop time
0: yeah he did one single axle and then I think he decided to go for another axle later on in the program and then singled it again so wasn't cute for him
1: no but it was a big mood for us uh goldfish monday peeps <laughs>
0: this was definitely one kind of goldfish
1: yes but at least he smashed that step sequence at the end it was a level four step sequence and he threw everything he had at it and i just really really enjoyed it you could tell he was disappointed in his skate though but his pcs definitely lifted him up. yeah
0: i i always love his personality he's got kind of a big quirky kind of personality the costumes show it the music show it I think that the combination of his short program and his free skate music I love the contrast and I think they both really scream KG's
1: personality um he did come fourth overall because he got bested by 18 year old Lucas Toyoshi Honda who came in a surprise third
0: Oh my gosh, but Lucas. His
1: ISU Bio Hobbies is also one of my favorite things because it just it lists one thing, but that one thing is eating delicious food. And I'm like, Lucas, you and I are on the same page you know? Oh my
0: gosh. Maybe when we uh, become a food podcast, like I suggested at the beginning, we yep. can invite Lucas <laughs> as our first guest. Lucas, uh, let's get down pod at gmail.com if you would like to be our first guest on our food podcast.
1: Absolutely. Um, he's coached by Mia Hamada and her team. His choreographer is the beautiful kathy reed and he is the bronze medalist from last season's japanese junior nationals and he came 11th in last season's senior nationals as well and boy oh boy did he really really make an impression here so his short program was to sos dan and on detresse and he had a gorgeous opening triple axel i was like woof okay he didn't have any quads he did a triple flip triple toe um, but he's such a lovely skater. I'm a fan.
0: Oh, my gosh. He has that, like, something, something. Like, Lucas has swag. I was like, Lucas? Uh, it is... Especially in his free skate. Oh, my gosh. Seriously. Okay, we'll talk about that in a second here. But literally, when I saw <laughs> yeah. that SOS pop up on the screen, I was like, is he skating to SOS by Rihanna? <laughs> <laughs> Okay, just imagine, imagine,
1: imagine, oh my
0: gosh, okay, but hear me out, okay, like, we should do a program to SOS by Rihanna, but also S&M by Rihanna,
1: <laughs> I, I would do the s and part, you can start off with SOS, I, I'll stick to s-
0: <laughs> oh my gosh, okay, wait, short program to hip hip chin chin, free skate to S&M by Rihanna. We need it. We need to manifest this. Someone's going to do
1: it. I'll come back just for that. <laughs> anyway, his free program was to James Bond, the Spectre soundtrack. It, it was kind of pop central. He didn't have any quads, but the triple jumps that he managed to land, he did pretty well. He had a gorgeous triple triple toe, like oofed. He has such spring in his legs. I was like, oh my God, can you teach me how to jump that high? It was so great. And there was a pretty decent like Bond-esque step sequence in there. And I was like, yeah, all right. I like you, Lucas Honda. I like you.
0: <laughs> yeah, unfortunately, he was also one of the victims of the single axle. All all these men with the single <laughs> axle. Uh, one thing that I did note is that I think he needs to finish his movements a little bit more. I think his lines could be a little bit more extended. Uh, there were a lot of bent elbows and bent fingers where they did not need to be
1: yeah i i kind of noticed that as well um it wasn't too noticeable for me but you know i think that's something that me hamada and kathy reed will definitely iron out um and get rid of in the future but he's got such promise in him like i'm excited to see where he goes
0: yeah he really does Uh, he had a lot of appropriate james bond themed finger guns in his (laughs) free skate love a finger gun yes we do (laughs) Uh, I also love a sequined jacket, and I mean like a fully sequined jacket, not like a Kelly Highland sequined jacket, (laughs) but a Jojo Siwa. The full Jojo. (laughs) (laughs)
1: Um, Yes. Uh, Let's move on to our silver medalist of the event, Kazuki Tomono. He is 22. His ISU bio hobbies are actually okay I'm this is trumping I'm sorry Shun Sato but this actually this actually takes the cake for me Kazuki's ISU bio hobbies are get ready for this ramen hunting music and shoe polishing I love him. I feel like people always forget about
0: Kazuki because obviously the field of Japanese men is so deep right now, but he is just such a character. He, okay, apart from his character, he has so much attack and commitment on the ice. He just has like a presence, you know, like I, I just really enjoy watching him. Like, like I was saying about, I don't remember who, but like if someone was new to figure skating and was just watching and, and just kind of like had never watched figure skating before. I feel like he's someone that like they would genuinely enjoy, like kind of just like knowing nothing about the sport.
1: Mm -hmm. I agree. Yeah. And you can definitely see that in both of his programs. His short program was to Chroma 3. Uh, He had a gorgeous quad salco, gorgeous triple axel, great spins, but I was not a fan of the turtleneck and then the bedazzlement around that neck area and kazuki like he does have this personality and character right but he also has like a very interesting uh design and costume choices i might say <laughs>
0: <laughs> i didn't mind the friske costume i thought it was pretty pretty
1: standard yeah it was pretty standard he he borrowed the russian men's kind of design type deal um i, I mean he got the red theme for moulin Rouge. Uh, so he got that correct,
0: but I, he really
1: does. I think Moulin Rouge his free skate was definitely a time for him to shine. Uh, it's choreographed by Misha Gay. If you didn't notice throughout uh throughout the program and the choreography that he <laughs> delivered, um, but he had such a crisp quad toe double toe. It was I I really like when he's on. It's just it's just beautiful, and I reckon that. If Yuzu can pay tribute to his favorite skaters through his programs, Then we appreciate that Kazuki is paying tribute to Tessa and Scott here, Um, (laughs) especially that middle part where he's doing that like head choreography. I was just like, "Mm." all right, I see, I see that, I see that nod to Tessa and Scott. I love
0: the head choreography. Uh, He really warmed up with all the extra weight on his bedazzled turtleneck from from a short program. It's the stretch (laughs) and the warm up for for his head choreography.
1: Yes, definitely. Um, But the choreo sequence at the end, like he was giving it his all there was like so much conviction it's got like three fives and two fours and I was just like thank you Misha Gay because like this is 100% Gay brand, but also very Kazuki brand.
0: Yeah. Oh my gosh. So on brand. I feel like if someone was to do a Moulin Rouge program, especially with this cut of music that's so similar to the Tess and Scott version, it would be someone with a large personality like Kazuki.
1: I just, I want him to like continue skating forever just so we can see the programs <laughs> that he skates because they're just going to be great no matter what they are, I reckon.
0: Yeah. And Misha should always choreograph them because they are, they are a match. I love it.
1: I Yeah, I reckon too. Okay, let's move on to our winner of the NHK event. He is a little bean. He's 17. His name is Yuma Kagiyama. His ISU bio hobbies are game and listening to music. Oh,
0: that's kind of a letdown after shoe polishing ramen hunting kazuki
1: i know kazuki can join lucas and us on our first food podcast our <laughs> let's get down food podcast oh my gosh wait and can...
0: also allison reed uh from our last episode yes. because she enjoys late night pizza so all 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 five of us can can star on our food oh.
1: podcast. <laughs> now i'm getting really really hungry <laughs> and it is dinner time so like I'm, yeah, my mouth is salivating now. Anyway, Yuma left me and the judges salivating with his two fantastic skates. He is so small though. He oh is so tiny. He
0: is okay. He is so
1: cute. But yet another victim of the single
0: axle in the short program. Ugh. Another one. Even Yuma. <laughs> they even got him.
1: Even Yuma. But like, it's so funny. Yuma only doing uh, like a single axle. So the element is invalid because you have to do a double or a triple axle. I, I i think it's double or triple for men. I think so. But he still topped the field in the short program because of his opening two quads, <laughs> which was uh, the quads out, triple toe and far out. That looked Way too easy. And it, like, reminded me of, you know, when Javier Fernandez just does his quads and it just looks so effortless and because they're so tight and crisp. That's what this. Re- that's what his jumps reminded me of. And he's got great spins, too. But then he popped his axle. So, like,
0: <sighs> Yuma. I mean, it's, it, it's fine. Good. I mean, he still yeah. won by, like, almost 50 points. So <laughs> it's fine. You, yes, you can but... pop your axle. It's fine. Everyone else did as well. So.
1: Yeah, I mean, if everyone else does it, I mean, you can do it too, right? That was uh, Lance Armstrong's uh, (laughs) excuse. (laughs) Uh,
0: I I did note, however, that in his free skate, uh, his shirt and his bottom, we really need to work on the color wheel, guys. Like, they're two different shades of green and two different color families. However, I did get shades of uh, Misha, Kolyada, Let's Get Loud. This is like a baby Let's Get Loud. Let's Get Loud Jr. (laughs) Oh. That's so cute. Let's get moderately volumed. That's what this costume is. (laughs) Oh my.
1: Let's get, can you turn it down? Because there are old people around.
0: Let's get uh, Alexa, please turn up the volume to about 55%. That's what this costume (laughs) is.
1: (laughs) Okay, but Joss, this was, his free program was, he changed the music of his free program kind of after he announced his initial music, but he changed it to Avatar. Yes, the Avatar soundtrack. But he is wearing a green costume.
0: <laughs> oh my god, I didn't even make that connection. But now that you and uh, I was like make the connection, it's it's
1: I was like, okay, so like Yuma I was thinking about this, I was like, Yuma's like not big or tall enough to be an avatar, because they're like gigantic, they're huge. But we still stand, you know, the music choice, but then I was like, Okay, you came out in a green costume, like <laughs> I, I, are you the tree in like are you the trees and the foliage in the movie like this he is would the same not pass conundrum. the gates
0: at pandora they wouldn't let him in
1: <laughs> definitely this is the same conundrum massage a for going i don't want to be juliet or you know romeo in the program and we're like so who are you but all the other roles um, are filled
0: by zach donahue so what's <laughs> left <laughs> <laughs>
1: And yeah, so you I, uh, you know how everyone's just like, oh, but I played the tree in my fourth grade play. Hume is just like, I'm gonna play the Avatar tree, and I'm gonna absolutely kill it. Um,
0: <laughs> but only get moderately volumed, not quite. Let's go. Uh,
1: yeah, <laughs> only moderately volumed. We we still got to be respectful, you know. It is a foreign world to us after all. <laughs> um, but oh, damn, his quads, man. He had an insane quad out and like. Far out, that quad toe, triple toe. Mmm, chef's kiss. Th- yes, the spread eagle, the full, like, proper spread eagle. And then I was like, at the end of the program, I was like, spin, little bean, spin. Like, you can do everything. Oh Ugh. my gosh. And at the end of the day, his TES was 105.71. Like, he cracked the 100 Oh, I mark. saw that. I was
0: like, you get those triple digits. You yes. get them, Yuma.
1: Yeah, and definitely, like, when you skate that well and only pop, like, Like moderately volumed avatar costume, we also get moderately popping jumps. So, like, we didn't go absolute chaos. We only popped, like, one or two. So, like, in the grand scheme of things, when you pop one or two jumps at this event, you win by 50 points.
0: (laughs) Yes, it's very true. Uh, his his knee bend is also like mini baby Keegan Messing. He is great knee oh, bend. Love it.
1: He does. All Japanese skaters are so well trained in like knee bend. And it's stuff. true. But definitely baby Keegan Messing. Baby, let's get loud. So let's get moderately loud. Let's get moderately Keegan at this point in time. He can wear three quarters of a cowboy hat. <laughs> <laughs> and three quarters of the belt buckle. I'll a belt buckle. Um <laughs> Alright, so congratulations to Yuma Kageyama for winning his first Grand Prix title, well-deserved. And how about let's move on to ladies.
0: Alright, why don't we start off with Young Yu, our only non-Japanese skater here. Uh, Young Yu skates for Korea, obviously. And, oh, unfortunately, she had not a great turnout for the short program. She was unfortunately in last place. Uh, from the start, just didn't quite look right. Fell on the triple axel and just couldn't quite pull it together for the rest of the program. Just not a good outing for her.
1: Yeah, and she she actually got so her triple axel she fell on, that was called under-rotated. Her triple lutz she fell on, that was called under-rotated. Then she managed to pull out a triple flip triple toe but the triple toe was called under-rotated. It was just it was a disaster for her. Um, but I mean, I like the costume. She was skating to um, Mission Cleopatra soundtrack as well as Istanbul Grooves, yeah. And she used to be coached by Tom Z, but now she's coached by Mia Hamada, Tammy Gamble, and you know Mia Hamada's team. And she apparently trains in Osaka now, so that's interesting. Um, but yeah, just last in in the uh, last in the short program was just that was a blow. Um, But I didn't quite like this program for her. I think that anything with um, a character, for example, like Romeo and Juliet last season, um, she does better with because she's not the most expressive skater. So I think that when there's a character that she needs to play in a program, she tends to do a little better because, you know, there's something to work off of.
0: Definitely. Uh, I am also, uh, however, perfect personally always mildly uncomfortable with like vaguely egyptian movements in cleopatra programs i'm like where are we <laughs> going to take this this time but that is just a side note you
1: know what they should uh they should put a so you think you can dance and actually get uh actual authentic choreographers for different dance styles yeah. in Please. uh and consult with because that would be really 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 cool so nice and we big step up exactly Big, big, big step up. So anyone who wants to do um, like an African dance or an Egyptian program or something like that, take a note from So You Think You Can Dance and pull in some great choreographers. Because I know and we know that there are a lot out there. Plenty. And plenty plenty out there. Anyway, uh, I don't think she can get any authentic choreographers for Lord of the Rings, though, because that was for her free skate. It's Um, true. We cannot
0: call in Bilbo Baggins. Although we can potentially call in... Bilbo the Sheepadoodle, doodle Meryl Davis's dog I am actually so shocked <gasps> that we have gone this many episodes without me talking about Bilbo the sheep doodle because Bilbo is my favorite skater dog
1: just FYI <laughs> Ooh are we gonna have a skater dog ranking over on our Instagram and Twitter we should do oh that. my
0: gosh potentially
1: and potentially and I'll just rank all the dogs as number one because I just love doggos
0: <laughs> I know because all the doggos deserve it
1: Very, very true. But Bilbo
0: is my true number
1: one. (laughs) Mm, He is very, very, very cute. Um, But in this Lord of the Rings free program, Young Yu had her redemption moment. Um, She landed her triple axel. And overall, there were a few small errors here and there. But, you know, generally it was a really good skate and she climbed those rankings. She really did. Uh, I did also
0: note, however, that this commentator uh, called her... Ying Yo, And I was like, there is literally no excuse for this. Both her first and last name are literal words in English. And they're actually very common words in English. So there's literally no excuse to uh, mispronounce her name.
1: This is very much a case of there is no I in Young you.
0: (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) I I found it uh, very, very disappointed, but not surprised.
1: (laughs) (laughs) The theme of a lot of things this year. Um... (laughs) Let's move on to Marin Honda, whose IG Bio hobby is video editing. Oh. Which I was like, okay. okay. I'll take okay. it. Okay. Um, but Mar, <laughs> blessed Marin Honda, um, she got lowballed as hell in PCS. As, as she does.
0: As she does. As she
1: does. Which, like, come. On, it's sacrilegious, honestly.
0: When are they ever going to give her the PCS that she deserves?
1: When she pulls out the technical content for it.
0: Oh, no. <laughs> Maren. Oh.
1: So her short program was to The Giving by Michael W. Smith. Gorgeous program, gorgeous dress. But Oh, very nice. Like, as per usual, as per usual, Maren always has stunning dresses. Um, but Triple Flip called with a Q level three step sequence double axle that was called under rotated although me watching the slow-mo i was like i don't think that was under rotated like chuck a cue on there maybe but like mm. but yeah 29.36 pcs not even 30 i was just like bullshit
0: (laughs) we hate to see it
1: we hate to see it, but we do not hate to see her La, La Land free skate, because she and Hanyan are the only people that are allowed to skate to La, La Land. The only people. <laughs> yeah,
0: I, I will only tolerate these La, La Land programs.
1: <laughs> I could watch her brush her teeth, honestly. She's just gorgeous. She has a great set of teeth, too. FYI. <laughs> <laughs> FYI, she's got that star quality about her. Um, but... Oh my
0: god. These jumps See, really did not work out for her nope. here.
1: And the calls on them just so triple flip, exclamation mark, double axle under, triple toe, under, triple loop under, double toe, under, double axle under, Euler, star, double sow, star, because it was repeated. Just oh Marin. Oh, honey. No. Honey. Uh, yeah, I mean a
0: first uh, in the first half a couple of jumping passes went well, but then Everything just kind of started to fall apart after that double axle, triple toe, and it just kind of all went downhill from there.
1: It's. Marin's a real. Marin's an enigma for me because she is a wonderful skater, but the jumps just. I mean, she did win Junior World, but then the jumps just went downhill, and now she's pretty much just doing the easiest jumps that she can, like very. Very basic level, almost like you're in an exhibition. Um, and that really, that really sucks. Maybe she should try ice dance. Look, she should. Because that flow and everything, she'd she'd work wonders in ice dance. Um, but, I mean, I'm not, I wasn't, I was never a huge fan of her jumping technique. It all seemed a bit very, like, out of place for her general, like, how she skates. But I'm just... Like, with everyone, I think I'm just sad that she doesn't, you know, pull off those harder jumps because otherwise she'd be she'd be up there. She'd be so up there.
0: She really would. I feel like really literally no one was on her side this competition because not only did the judges give her that, that abomination of a PCS score, but also when she was sitting in the Kiss and Cry, they were playing I Did Something Bad by Taylor Swift. And I was like, oh, no. can we not play this song, please? This is Ugh. not the song that you need we, to be playing at this moment. Can we in time. not have
1: pathetic fallacy at this moment? It's just like not called the for. judges
0: have done something bad here.
1: Ugh, yeah. But speaking of Taylor Swift, do you know how like a couple of episodes ago I mentioned I think it was in Cup of China, I mentioned how Asian countries when they play western music it's always like a couple of years behind. <laughs> This arena music was pumping out that one direction, that like <laughs> old Taylor Swift stuff. and I was like, see? See what I said was true. I mean, look, I didn't mind it, right? We love some throwback one day. We love but... It. <laughs> yes, but yeah, Marin just... <laughs> Marin,
0: Ice dance waits for you. Yes, it
1: does. Johanna um, Yukoi.
0: Oh goodness. Do I have things to say about her? Uh, okay, first first off, let's start off with a short program. Uh,
1: no, 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 no. Actually, I'm going to interrupt you here because her eyes, you buy a hobby. Growing vegetables. Growing vegetables. hmm <laughs> mm-hmm. I love it. <laughs> I love it, too. Not going to lie. I really love oh it, my too. Gosh. And I'm like, you've got personality. That's great. Okay, starting off with a short program. Sorry to interrupt. Keep going.
0: Oh, my gosh. Okay, so the short program, first of all, I was like,
1: Elsa... ice palace for one (laughs) ice palace for one because you know quarantine you know we're gonna be safe
0: yeah definitely Uh, we all need an ice palace for one at this point in time especially (laughs) in the u.s uh (laughs) but her jumps are also nice they're just not quite at the caliber of the leading ladies here this was a great program for her yeah they're
1: huge but i feel like she doesn't get the rotation done quick enough yeah but they're huge They're huge. She's got great elements, but I, I feel like she doesn't have the extension and polish at the end of her stuff, which kind of just drops her PCS and just kind of ruins the whole grandeur of what her jump was.
0: I think she, like Lucas uh, from Men, is uh, just one of those people that kind of just needs to extend the elbows, extend the fingertips all the way, pretend, like, as they say in dance, like there is a string at the end of your fingertips and someone is pulling them, uh, much like our favorite Pinocchio friend, Daniel Grossel. <laughs> uh, just kind of extend all the way out, you know, and, and you'll get those
1: lines that the lines and extension that are, are necessary. Speaking of lines and pulling and all that jazz, we have uh, our favorite chaotic free skate of the entire season.
0: Oh, this is truly my favorite chaotic free skate of the entire season.
1: The music is Tom and Jerry at MGM by Scott Bradley. <laughs> you, heard, you heard me right Tom and Jerry, cat and mouse. Oh
0: my gosh, we were
1: literally talking about
0: the potential of this program in our off-season news episode, literally the first episode that we ever recorded together, which I'm sure if we listen back to it's such a hot mess, but we literally wrote this (laughs) down and we were like, I wonder what this is going to be like, and ladies and gents and other folks, uh, this did not disappoint at all.
1: It did not disappoint in terms of chaotic energy. Now... First things first, did we see the rainbow, like, stone bedazzling she had on the cuffs? Like, Yuhana. There was so much going on. It was a mini was (laughs) a silver
0: skirt, rainbow cuffs. There was so much here. So much here. I I'm
1: honestly lost for words. Okay, um so because I'm lost for words, I'll let ISU commentator speak for me. Uh, he said uh, in response to our opening double axle, he's like an octane start and I'm like wow, pretentious. Oh my gosh, this is very it's very NASCAR of him. Very NASCAR. Um very maybe maybe they needed a propane tank in Tom and Jerry at MGM, you know? Tom and Jerry get up to all <laughs> sorts of shit. Um, <laughs> but um, at the rest of the program didn't really go so well, but in general. She wasn't really selling Tom and Jerry as much as I think one could sell Tom and Jerry. Like, she had the facial expressions going down, but I feel like because you're skating to Tom and Jerry, you really need to up the camp. Really? I, I mean, the jumps
0: were not, the first half was especially not going well for Per. but I feel like she relatively pulled it together in the second half. Uh, she had so much, like, fighting spirit. I was like, okay, I accept. Yeah, she does. Um, but, like, yeah. literally, I wrote down. <laughs> it's in my twitter drafts i said there are cartoon fight noises i am howling
1: these cartoon fight noises let me tell you this should have honestly this should have honestly been a free dance it's
0: so good
1: i feel i feel depleted having only yuhana on the ice and I'm like This is Tom and Jerry. Where is her second... Where is her other half? Like, then you can dress up as cat and mouse. And we can, like, properly roll separate and have this, you know, awesome kind of kitsch, actual Tom chasing after Jerry. We can have a full... (laughs) acting like act out of it and you know the pcs would be probably be through the roof like (laughs) yuhana take this to ice dance we'd love it
0: oh my gosh maybe she and marin honda can do a tom and jerry ice dance
1: together do you really think that marin has a tom and jerry energy though i don't think marin's chaotic i
0: think that if she went to ice dance i think the sky is the limit for her the sky being tom and jerry apparently (laughs) (laughs)
1: <laughs> with the fake fight noises. <laughs> okay, but where I feel like because the costume already had so much going on, she honestly should have had like a cheese like at- somewhere on her costume, like detailed on or like a-, a mouse trap or like s- something or rather or like just maybe some like drawings of Tom and Jerry. Oh my gosh, just to but complete she- the
0: look. She did have a Tom and Jerry face mask, though, in the kissing cry. I
1: know.
0: Oh, my oh. gosh. I feel like, okay. Maybe we okay.
1: could have had a headpiece or something.
0: I tweeted at someone after seeing this, and I was like, Small Business Saturday, Johanna, drop the Etsy store name, support small businesses, because everyone and their mom is making face masks these days. But I really want to know who made that one specifically for her.
1: You know, she should honestly follow in Lisa took to Misha's footsteps and start a clothing line, but her clothing line should be themed after each one of her programs. And so this limited edition 2020 uh, will be Tom and Jerry line. Oh my
0: gosh. Everyone should wear face masks and the Kiss and Cry that correspond to their programs. Like Nathan should wear a bus seat face mask. Mm-hmm. Although I'm not sure how sanitary that would be if the face mask is directly Ew. coming off of the bus seat.
1: <laughs> Ew, that is an disgusting concept.
0: Yuck. I'm so sorry. <laughs> Oh my gosh. I, I think uh, Yuma could also wear an Avatar face mask in the correct Avatar colour.
1: I or maybe just a picture of the trees from Avatar. It could be it could be any it could be anything, truly. Um you know, there's there's so many possibilities out there. Uh Kaori could wear a pleather face <gasps> mask for her
0: Matrix costume.
1: Oh my god, and then skate an exhibition to Rihanna's SM. <laughs>
0: Oh my gosh. Or just have a face mask with Keanu Reeves. What do we think of
1: this? Por no los dos? <laughs> Why not both?
0: <laughs> Pleather Keanu Reeves. That's a concept.
1: Very big concept. But we will get to Kaori later on. Um, Tom and Jerry. I feel like World Team Trophy needs this program.
0: World Team Trophy. Kick it off with Tom and Jerry. It was a chaotic
1: free skate, but we live for it. We'd love to see it again.
0: <laughs> oh my gosh. Truly love. Why don't we move on to our next skater, uh, Mai Mihara, the triumphant return of Mai Mihara. Uh, she took some time off of uh, competitive skating. She was struggling with uh, juvenile rheumatoid arthritis, uh, which can really, really take a toll on especially joints and recovery time um, with everything that happens with, with JRA. But this is her first competitive skate back on the ice
1: and it was so good to see her back she is such a darling and a cutie and yeah just the struggles she she went through last season um i think correct me if i'm wrong anybody but jra and ra in general there's no cure for it so this is you know an ongoing struggle but i really loved seeing her back um it was so great. She was so emotional after both her short and free skate and the crowd gave her standing ovations for both and deservedly so. Um, she is 21 this season. Her ISU bio hobbies include watching figure skating and Japanese kendama as well as listening to music. And for those who don't know, Japanese kendama is, you know, the um, the ball and kind of uh, like a handle cup thing where, you know, you you play with like the ball and the handle are attached and then you try and get the ball onto the, like I don't really know what you you call it. It's a kind of like a cup and ball game. It's, it's very, very Asian. And I had one growing up. Did you have one growing up? It was like, um,
0: I did not, but I know exactly what you're talking yeah. about because I'm sure that my parents consider purchasing one for me at some point in time. <laughs>
1: <laughs> but I was like, Oh, this is so cute. Um, but, She's so delicate on the ice and a joy to watch. It was so good to see her back. Her short program is to It's Magic from Romance on the High Seas, choreographed by Laurie Nicole. What did you think of this?
0: I just think that her joy was really just radiating. You can tell how much she was happy to be back on the ice. Yeah. Um, I think that she did look a little bit tentative with just kind of everything in general. Like, I don't think she was going like 100% full out, you know, but, but I think that everything went pretty well for her in general.
1: Yeah, definitely. Um I think that, you know, I think she was just happy to be there and maybe her mindset was just whatever happens, happens, I'll just try and do what I can at this point in time, which is absolutely fair enough because she's been away from competition for for quite a while. Uh her free skate though was to Fairy of the Forest and it was she's truly a fairy of the so forest. Nice. She had such such a gorgeous costume and Oh, she was so happy afterwards. It was like, it was the cutest thing ever.
0: Yeah. In the same way that Hip Hip Chin Chin is very much a Keiji Tanaka program, I think that Fairy of the Forest is very much a Maimihara program.
1: Definitely. And for her Koyo sequence, we got a lovely, proper spiral sequence, and I was just like, Yes! Um, she came third in the free and fourth overall, like she came seventh in the short program, despite having a decent short program, lost a few points on the table, uh, due to levels and, um, some rotation calls, but you know, I think a lot of people were kind of sad that she didn't get on the podium, but I, she, you know that she's happy with what she's done and yeah, it was just so good to see her out
0: yeah I, they gave her standing ovations I think every yeah like you were saying everyone was just so happy to see her she was so happy after her program she was like jumping oh, no. for joy on the ice I was like we need this you know the only other person that that radiates joy like my Mihara who we'll talk about later is is Kaori Sakamoto truly a joyful who joyful could not human. stop
1: smiling absolutely so congratulations, Mai, on two great skates at NHK Trophy. It was so great to see you back, and we cannot wait to see you skate more. Um, and But let's move on to our bronze medalist of the event. Almost a surprise bronze medalist. It is 16-year-old Rino Matsuki. Um, she Last season, she placed third at JGP Riga, but didn't make it to the uh, Grand Prix Final. She came ninth in Japanese Junior Nationals last season, but... Damn! did she make a splash here? Yeah, she really did. I think...
0: It wasn't really like a surprise so much as she was like an underdog. I think folks who have seen yeah. her skate before, Devs. Um, kind of like a dark horse, I, I guess. But I think folks who had seen her skate before were probably not surprised that she had such a great outing. I think she has super great flow. She's a very like a delicate skater. Mm-hmm. I think that is very yeah. much her style in the same vein as like Anna sherbakova who we were talking about several sorry. episodes ago, like very much the same energy. Um, the elements don't look like... Skate, 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 jump. Skate, 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 jump. You know, like, very yeah. good flow in and out of each element. And I, I'm not a fan of skate, 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 jump. That's just not not what I'm looking for here. But she doesn't do any of that. I love it.
1: Yeah, she's so light across the ice and has beautiful extensions. She really reminds me of a young Mao Oh,
0: yeah, totally.
1: And she's, she's such a cute little baby. Like, she is 16, but, like, her face looks like 12 and she's got braces on. And I was just like oh, you're so cute. Although she was skating to the color purple for a short program. And I was just like, um, it's like when Anna Shcherbakova skated to Perfume, the story of a murderer. I was like, um, <laughs> is this really appropriate?
0: Yeah. I'm like, we need to read the history, read the history, understand it. But I mean, who knows if she actually did that, but,
1: um, but yeah, uh, her free program was to perhaps love by Jones Denver. Very kind of in the same league in terms of style very soft lovely lyrical music um, she's a solid solid skater like she came second in the free skate had a few edge calls for her triple flip but otherwise she she did really really well
0: yeah I thought her free skit was so interesting and so lovely because there was almost like a not really like a surprise surprise but like there was a triple loop and a double axle that almost seemed like a surprise in the sense that like they just flowed so well in and out of the choreography I
1: was like oh yeah came out of nowhere almost yeah I really appreciate that
0: This is another skater that I think, like uh, Kazuki Tomono, that if, like, you know, you're not familiar with figure skating, I think you would really just, like, enjoy her, you know, like, enjoy her performance and her presence on the ice. I think this is another skater like that.
1: Definitely. And so I think she was a deserved bronze medalist of the event because she did put down two very, very good skates. Now let's talk about our silver medalists. And like the ISU commentator just couldn't say anymore, was the favorite of the event, apparently. It's oh Miss Wakaba Huguchi. Favorite of
0: uh, everyone except for our judges, who uh, hmm. <laughs> we need to have words <laughs> with. <laughs> Boy. Yes.
1: So let's start with her short program.
0: Yeah, uh, but but okay, hang on. Let's do her ISU her one okay. singular ISU bio hobby, which makes her automatically <laughs> my best friend, which is shopping. And yes, I am one of those ladies who like shopping. Ooh, oh my gosh! But <laughs> her <laughs> one ISU bio hobby is shopping, and I love it. So sue me, I love shopping. <laughs> and so does Walk of Us. So.
1: All right. So her short program was to Bird Set Free by Sia. Um, And I think that she asked Kaori for costume advice after that No Roots costume. Because this was a damn nice costume for Wakaba. Don't say those words. I know. I'm sorry. (laughs) The the words being No Roots.
0: I missed that program. I
1: know. I literally, in my Kaori notes, I literally referenced No Roots by saying, we shall not speak of her short program from last season. So I don't actually say No Roots, but now I say No Roots. So like... It's I, I know, i'm i sorry just it's awful Anyway, i apologize <laughs> anyways sorry in the short
0: program everything else went so well besides the triple <laughs> axel i was like oh no she was hitting them in warm-up they looked beautiful yeah. in warm-up so i was like fingers crossed for the free but skate i mean Locker.
1: the triple axel was called clean I mean, she did four, but it was called Clean, so, like... It was. We'll take that. Um, but, duh, it's clean. Like, Wakova's triple axel is gorgeous. Um, she had level four spins and steps, except for a flying camel spin. That was a level three. But I love this program. And especially the end choreography, um, that was great. You know, when she does that whole knee slide and goes back, I was like, Wakawa. She loves it. You can tell yeah, she loves it. 100%. I reckon, like, she'd be like, hey... Um, can can we put this in the program pretty please (laughs)
0: yeah can we put this in the program yes absolutely
1: and her free skate though it was to poeta and flamenco passion and soul i think it was choreographed by massimo scali i i may be wrong but triple axel honey yes oh my gosh i am
0: sobbing twitter just exploded
1: oh I really... Everyone was overjoyed. I was so happy for her, like everybody else. And I really like this program for her. I think the music cuts are great. There are many accents and kind of like good highs and lows for her to play off of. Just the judges. I mean, there were small errors here and there, but judges.
0: Judges. (laughs) Yeah, she was hardcore lowballed in PCS, in my opinion.
1: Like a lot of NHK skaters were in general um especially but, the
0: ladies especially yeah, the ladies. especially
1: the ladies but I think Jackie Wong posted on Twitter a thing about how in all the other Grand Prix everyone's just like where we love our national skaters so we're going to inflate their scores and Japan's just like we think you're lowballed internationally so we're gonna lowball you even more <laughs> oh my gosh
0: and it's just such a shame because like this is not how you promote your country skaters right you know like this is not how you get them spots for things i mean obviously this is not how you get them spots for things in general but like this isn't how you promote them right this isn't how you say like hey i want you to be recognized on an international stage and i'm not saying that we should have like American nationals inflation, let's not get crazy here, but like...
1: Or Russian Russian competition inflation.
0: Yes, nothing like that. But I mean, this is just not how you do it. 84,
1: Kamila Valieva. Right. Um, But yeah, it's just not how you do it. I think that in a traditional season, you know, we'd have international judging panels and all that stuff. So, I mean, but these scores count. And although we obviously have a full Japanese judging panel, don't treat it like nationals and like lowball everyone at an actual quote-unquote international event where you know you know points can count for i mean they don't really count for too much this season but in terms of like score rankings for the season and all that stuff but for kaori sakamoto she did get pretty good scores she did get
0: everyone else was lowballed besides
1: kaori (laughs) i mean like kaori did great but like she also meddled pretty much in the men's event she pretty much topped the Rostelecom ladies as well so like what's going on here judges but anyway um finishing off with Wakaba I think that she can she knows she can do a lot better as well um she's gonna really 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 want to improve on her two skates here uh Japanese Nationals is in four weeks so I think she's gonna come out the gates charging then I do too. I I think it's just such a shame that her triple axel
0: was called uh, with a Q because literally someone slowed it down frame by frame on Twitter and it did not look Q at all to me. It looked fully rotated. All these judges only okay. Judge four up in here. We need to have a discussion here because Judge four gave it a minus two goe, and I just have to say here the what? Yeah, what? What's happening here, Judge Judge four? Uh, we we gotta have a discussion here. Um. Also, uh, the only one that gave it a positive goe was Judge two, and I was like, excuse me. Come on. Not a fan. Not a fan of these folks here. But
1: they definitely were a fan of Kori Sakamoto, even though she goes and half decapitates them in her free skate.
0: It's true. I mean, maybe they were slightly frightened that she was going to actually decapitate them in her free skate. Okay, so let's talk about the short program that is not the short program that we want for her, but nevertheless, <laughs> a very lovely short program.
1: It is to Concerto Henri Mineur by Bach and Bach a la Jazz and hori honey, your edges and flow, it's like butter. She can skate on Ugh. over me any single day. Any single
0: day. So nice, so nice. Uh her spins were all level 3 besides one. Uh her step sequence was also level 3. Um however, jumps all very nice here. The only thing that I didn't love about this and obviously it's because we love the no roots costume okay okay you said it you said it (laughs) sorry i said it but i truly love that
1: costume this costume just doesn't do it for me yeah neither neither it's not like a horrible costume by any means like because also because i have high standards for kaori but it's like it's not the cut either i think it's just the colors aren't combined very well But, yeah, it's no short program from last season's costume, because that was just pure gold.
0: That was literal fire. I was like, ooh, we love it.
1: But uh, she was so happy at the end of her short program, which made me happy. So, yeah, she was definitely the, you know, the clear leader going into the free skate.
0: She just had such a rough year last season and yeah. to see her happy I was like you're going to do this you're going to do this this competition
1: I feel this for you. Definitely. And aren't we just blessed that Kori kept her matrix free skate? She kept something. <laughs> she kept something <laughs> although we won't speak of her short program from last season um because I'm thinking <laughs> that she's going to bring it back for the Olympics. I it's it's not actually, but I'm just oh my manifesting. Gosh, imagine. I'm manifesting here, ladies and gents. I'm manifesting. Imagine if
0: that program went to the Olympics. It would be just like Adam Rapons. Let Me Think About It at the Olympics. It would bring that kind of crowd energy.
1: Joss, this is why I'm currently not devastated that she's not keeping her short program because I am trying to manifest that she will. she did not keep <laughs> it to bring it back for next season. That, that, that's is the same that's where energy I'm, yeah.
0: as, as let me think
1: about it it's happening that's where i'm heading that's i'm trying to not get like too disappointed and instead putting uh all of my hope and energy into a potentially irrational uh hope <laughs> <laughs> um but anyway her free skate to the matrix love it that triple flip triple toe was right on the music she had level four everything steps step sequence spins and i was just like fuck yeah, that ending triple loop after the choreo sequence, like, bam, it was all just, it was all fire. I was like, yes, Kaori, yes.
0: Oh my gosh, amazing. (laughs) I feel like, you know, in this entire event, I feel like she was judged fairly. I feel like she got the scores that she deserved. However, no one else got the scores that they deserved. I feel like if you're going to judge people harshly, judge everyone harshly. And if you're going to judge everyone fairly, judge everyone fairly. But I mean, I am glad that she got the scores that she deserved, especially after such a disappointing season for her last season. It's so nice to see her happy i took so many like photos of my tv because i was watching this on peacock just of her like smiling at at, in her interview
1: i couldn't stop smiling like my cheeks were hurting at the end of the program because i was smiling so hard but like i think you know this might... Maybe the judges were just like, we'll give you, like, Rostelecom Cup scores and, like, do, quote-unquote, proper owl-style judging for everybody else. Because, like, uh, her PCS was almost seven points ahead of Wakaba. So Wakaba had the second-highest PCS of the night for for the free skate. Seven points ahead of Wakaba. Like, are you kidding? it's a lot of points. Like, that much? That's, That's a really lot. Big. Like, Wakaba's n- not a shit skater by any means. Like, come on. But then her technical element scores... They were over 10 points ahead of the second best TES score, which was Maimahara's. It's a lot. And, like, yes, we know that Kaori's GOEs really take it up to the next level. Deservedly so. Yeah, deservedly so. But, like, that's a lot. That's a lot.
0: Really, yeah. It definitely is.
1: But, I mean, she was super happy to see her scores at the end. I think she ended up on a 229 which was gigantic. And I'm just happy to see her happy, honestly.
0: So happy. The only thing missing is the Kiana Rufus face mask. It's the only thing missing.
1: <laughs> okay, our next co- Japanese nationals, Kiana Roos face mask. Come on. Yeah. We'll pay for it.
0: We'll pay for it. It's all good. Support small businesses.
1: <laughs> yes. And I think that is a wrap on our NHK trophy recap. Let's head into the kiss and cry.
0: So we're going to start off with our book, as we always do, and the book that we chose this week is a murder mystery type book, so content warning for violence and death if you are sensitive to those topics. And the reason why we chose this book is because it is a Japanese thriller, first of all, and it is described in the blurb as a cat and mouse chase between detectives and criminals, and who really embodied a good cat and mouse chase but Johanna Yukoi and her Tom and Jerry program? Uh, this one's for you, girl. Yeah. <laughs> uh So this book is called Out and it is by Natsuo Kirino. And so like we were saying earlier, Out is a thriller and the story opens describing the different levels of dysfunction and the personal relationships of several women who work in various factory level jobs in Japan. Uh, So they are not in this society in high regard because of the jobs that they hold. And one of these women, Masako, she ends up murdering her husband and she and her three co-workers have to hide his body and cover up the murder. And in the aftermath, they all become intensely anxious in fear of one of them cracking and revealing everything that happened. Uh, she and her co-workers are all women, and I specify this because gender plays a huge role in how they're seen in society, uh, seen by law enforcement, and their expectations and roles in their personal relationships. I loved this book. It is super intense, very, very thrilling. I think it's perfect for a cold winter day. It's one of my favorite mysteries of all time. Um, And I read this book actually several years ago. Um, And again, it is called Out by Natsuo Kirino. So I guess the next thing that we wanted to talk about in our Kiss and Cry is that we finally got a trailer, an official trailer, for the Yuri on Ice movie called Ice Adolescence. And even more important than that is that it was revealed, I think on Twitter, or actually I think in Amber Glenn's maybe Instagram stories, that she or maybe was, both. Maybe yeah. both, potentially both. Uh, that she was a part of the creative team that worked on this movie. And these are literally like two of my favorite figure skating things and people coming together. It's, it's amazing.
1: I'm so excited for this. I think everyone is, really. I saw Lisa Hudai Berdieva on Twitter just screaming about this Yuri on Ice trailer. Um, it's got so many fans and we're all so excited for it. And especially knowing that Amber worked on it, like, did she say like three years ago? um oh, i mean it my, might
0: as well have been three years ago it's it's been so yeah, long i it's cannot imagine
1: age. like keeping quote-unquote a secret like this like i just want to spill this out to anyone and everyone oh my just gosh. like anyone on the street like yo i worked on the yuri on ice film and they're just like oh i'm like you well you should <laughs> <laughs>
0: imagine uh but yes this is the movie that we have been waiting for for so long so just like Personally, yuri on Ice is like it was so important to to me and my husband when it came out. We so before uh, at our wedding the entry music so when folks were just kind of like oh, filing in yes. uh just to like take their seats and stuff and to choose their seats we played instrumental yuri on ice music so we played eros we played agape we played uh the yuri theme we played history makers king jj literally everything <laughs> uh and also i think we talked about this in maybe our get to know us episode but uh, our ring bearer who is me and my one of me and my husband's best friends uh we actually purchased a makachin tissue box holder on the internet (laughs) and we had my other best friend who was my matron of honor who's great at sewing and sewing activities she removed anything from the inside of this tissue box holder and she stuffed it uh, added new lining stuffed it and added two ribbons that were our uh, wedding colors on the top and tied our rings to it so makachin tissue box holder became our ring holder basically our ring pillow for our wedding (laughs) so we're very excited for the movie this is
1: bringing back so many memories oh literally so perfect um
0: we were literally like hardly friends at that time (laughs)
1: I know how weird was that but then as soon as like the the music at your wedding came on I was just like yeah seal the deal welcome to the family like you're not allowed to leave anymore
0: oh my gosh if I could have a redo of my wedding literally the one thing that I would change is that you would be in my wedding party
1: oh my god But seriously, guys, my was, heart hurts. That's that's right. You can be in my wedding party. Definitely. You'll definitely be in my wedding party. Okay. Okay. Definitely deal. fine. Deal. Um, but honestly, so, the wedding was just so, so perfect. There was Urian and Ice theme, music, all of that jazz. There was the up theme. It was honestly cry central, but also like heart central. And so that is why we are both so excited for it. I think Yuri and Ice means a lot to people for a lot of different reasons, and just the amount of reach it has gotten is absolutely insane, and deservedly so, because it's an amazing, amazing show. And so I cannot wait for this movie. Honestly, it couldn't come any sooner.
0: Oh my gosh. And I, I mean, don't don't say that too soon, because we actually don't know when it's coming at all. <laughs> Oh, shit, we, we don't shit. have a release date, but I mean, let, let's not talk I about can that wait, part of then. it. I can wait. <laughs> I mean, we've been waiting. We have practice.
1: I think that's it for this episode.
0: Yeah, we are going to take a mini break. The only episode that we're actually going to record between now and the weekend of Russian and Japanese nationals is we're going to do kind of like a special casual thing. We talked about this a little bit ago, but we're going to do a Rostelicum Cup exhibition slash Las Vegas Invitational episode. And I think we're just going to like really enjoy ourselves and laugh a lot in that episode. There are a lot of programs that were skated that I think we really want to talk about. So that'll be coming up, but we're going to take a mini hiatus until nationals roll around in, in several weeks here
1: definitely so next episode is just going to be a lot of fun and laughs nothing too serious we're talking about exhibition programs and all that fun stuff so be sure to tune in if you want a really fun and light time i'm claudia and come chat with us at let's get down pod that's l-u-t-z get down pod on twitter and instagram and if you want to work with us shoot us an email at let's pod at gmail.com
0: if you like this podcast and are on the support small businesses train like Johanna koi please give us some five-star love. We would really appreciate it. Thank you guys so much for listening. We will talk to you later.
1: Bye.